0: Welcome to the Anchor Daily Podcast. We are so excited for the next 21 days of prayer and fasting as we enter into 2023. During this time, we encourage each of you to take advantage of the resources shared and to actively participate in prayer and fasting. Let's be encouraged and look forward to this journey with anticipation and faith in what God will do. Join us as we seek the Lord and discover what He has for us in this new year.
1: Hello, Anchor Daily Friends, and Happy New Year. I'm Mark Walsemiller, and thanks for joining me today. Have you ever wanted to be the greatest at something? When you were younger, perhaps you wanted to be a great guitarist or a great athlete. Names like Hendrix, Clapton, Jordan, Bird, Unitas, Brady, Picasso, Da Vinci, Edison, Lincoln, and so on conjure up thoughts of greatness. But in reality, few of us will ever achieve the status of GOAT, greatest of all time. In today's verses, Matthew 18, verses 1 through 9, the disciples asked Jesus, Who will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Do you notice any irony in their question? I I mean, they are asking Jesus. But let's presume that there was an understood, unspoken aspect to their question. After you, Rabbi. Now, if you want to be the greatest at something, you first need to know what that takes. Like the old joke goes, How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice Practice, practice. To answer their question, our verses tell us that Jesus placed a child before them and said, here is your example of kingdom greatness. I'll guess that this was a huge shock to the disciples. Let's presume that it was probably a young child Jesus used for his example, because he was pointing out to the disciples and to us the quality of childlike humility. If you're a parent, you know that generally the older children get the less humble they become. The more they think that they can do everything on their own and don't need their parents. Jesus informs the disciples that to even enter the kingdom of heaven, they must turn, be changed, and become like a little child. So what must they and we turn away from? Our natural tendency is to follow our sin nature. Our natural behavior is pride, prejudice, and selfishness. We think that we've got it all figured out, and we believe, we believe that we are in charge. On the other hand, small children are humble in that they realize that they are in great need. They are utterly and completely dependent upon their parents for everything. They realize that they cannot handle things on their own and that they need their parents' help, guidance, and knowledge to survive and ultimately to thrive. So if we change and become like a child, We fall before God and confess that we are completely and utterly dependent on him for everything. We need his guidance, his protection, his provision, his love, his forgiveness, his encouragement, his instruction, his enlightenment, his grace, his patience, his compassion, his justice, his healing, and so much more. We need him. Jesus further expands his teaching by saying that anyone who welcomes a child welcomes him. Have you ever thought about the humility required to be kind and welcoming to children? You must act silly sometimes. You must be patient, you must be caring. This is not easy to do for an arrogant person. There are so many places in the world where children are cast off in one way or another, through abortion, abuse, sex trafficking, just to name a few. To be great, you must be a person of humility and compassion. Then Jesus ends his instruction with a warning that bears being paid attention to, since Jesus is the one giving it. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck, and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses will inevitably come. But woe to that person by whom the offense comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to fall away, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to fall away, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire. A millstone was a huge round stone with a hole in the middle used to crush grain. There would be no escape from death if you had a millstone hung around your neck and you were tossed into the ocean. Indeed, it would be a horrifying death. Yet Jesus said that would be better than the judgment reserved for someone who leads one of his followers away. Let's think about this concerning considering verses 1 through 5. Jesus said to be great, you must humble yourself, submit, and follow his ways. This is the greatest life choice that you can make. So it stands to reason that one of the worst things you can do is to lead someone away from God. Jesus warns us that there is a special type of judgment reserved for those who lead people away from him. Jesus makes his point in verses 7 through 9 using hyperbole. Hyperbole is extreme exaggeration. I don't believe that Jesus was being literal in his examples, because if he were, I dare say that you, I, we all would be maimed, crippled, and blind because of our sinful choices. Jesus is making the point that we must take our sin very seriously, and we must be totally committed to not yielding to it, which, along with childlike humility and genuine compassion for all, make up kingdom greatness. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this teaching of your Son on the characteristics that you, as our Father, as our Creator, esteem and value. Help us to throw off pride, prejudice, and selfishness, and to clothe ourselves in Christ-like, childlike humility. May we each day grow in our understanding that a compassionate heart is the result of understanding how great your compassion was and is for us. And finally, help us to daily commit to put off the thoughts, words, and deeds that so easily entangle us, that twist and bind our hearts and minds away from you. We ask these things in the precious
0: and powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this 21 day of prayer and fasting journey. We hope that you've been encouraged As we continue to rely on God and listen to his word, we pray that you've been filled with his presence and guidance. May God continue to bless our journey and guide us in the weeks to come. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast for more updates and encouraging.